0: Soulful Sparks Radio. Because sometimes all you need is a gentle nudge, a kind word to keep your flame alive. Why do we fall in love instead of standing lovingly in union with the other person? Hi, I'm Soulful Wizardess Marta Stemberger, and you're listening to Soulful Sparks Radio. Welcome. Let's begin with my soulful verse for this week, inspired by Rudolf Steiner's Calendar of the Soul. I experience through all my senses. My soul gains clarity. My spirit has been reborn. I think... I imagine, I create, bewildering, sprouting growth. Think, imagine, create, shine light and spread love to create life. But how do we do that if we are continually falling in love instead of standing in love? I've been pondering this question through the lens of the harmonious movement art of Eurythmy. I've found the key to unravel this puzzle in the E.R.O. Harmonious Movement Meditation. I'd like to first guide us through the E.R.O. Harmonious Movement Meditation, and then I'll share my findings with you. The Iao movement meditation is the first Yoritmi exercise given by Rudolf Steiner to Lori Meyer-Smith in September of 1912 in Munich, Germany. From Hawaiian shamanism, we learn that Iao is the sacred name for the infinite light, the light of the world. The ancient Gnostic text Pistis Sophia informs us that the resurrected Christ and his disciples use the invocation ERO to call upon the boundless light of the universe. Or it's a meditation, sound and movement meditation arising out of mystery schools across the globe. I invite you to stand up if you can if not sit in the upright position so stand in a comfortable upright position with feet slightly apart arms should be loose by your side imagine that you are standing in your own column of light that connects the highest source of cosmic love in the heavens and the deepest source of cosmic life in the core of the earth. Keep your feet on the ground and gently shift your weights to the balls of your feet. As above, so below. We are standing upright between the heavens and the core of the earth. This is the sound of E. Now gently shift the weight onto your heels while keeping the whole foot on the ground. Lean back slightly, touching the back of your column of light with the back of your head, allowing the angels to support you and take off any burdens that you may be carrying. We lean back in awe of creation and trust the forces of light love, and life to support us. That's the sound of Ah. Now slowly and gently shift the weight onto your toes while still keeping the whole foot on the ground. Lean slightly forward, touching the front of your column of light with the top of your forehead. The angels are embracing you from behind while you soften your chest and heart, imagining your soul embracing you from inside. We stand in the circle of humanity, together embracing the planet Earth, each other, nature around us, all there is. This is the sound of Ooh. Gently return to your neutral upright position and let go a little bit. We'll do it twice more. Find your uprightness. You're standing in your brilliant column of light. Shift the weight to the balls of your feet. The whole foot is on the ground. This is the sound of me Now shift your weight slightly to the back of your heels. The whole foot is on the ground. Open your back. Allow the angels to take off any burdens and worries that you may be carrying. That's the sound of oh. Now shift forward slightly to your toes. The whole foot is on the ground. Feel the angels embracing you from behind. You embrace yourself from within. You stand in a wonderful circle of humanity embracing the planet Earth. That's the sound of... Now find your way back to the upright position and let go a little bit. For the last time, find your uprightness, your column of light, weight on the balls of your feet. As above, so below. We are standing upright between the heavens and the core of the earth. Mm Shift the weight gently to your heels. The whole foot is on the floor. We lean back in all creation and trust. The forces of light love life to support us. Oh. Shift forward gently. The weight is on your toes. The whole foot is on the floor. It's a gentle movement. We stand in the circle of humanity together embracing the planet Earth, each other, nature around us, all there is. Gently return to your neutral upright position. Cross your arms across the chest in reverence to seal in and the benefits and protect yourself. Now you can sit back or relax. So we just did the E.O. Harmonious Movement Meditation. So let's look at it. Let's look what it means And how we can apply the the wisdom it provides to relationships, the relationships, the intimate relationships, as well as the relationships at work and elsewhere. So standing upright, firmly. Connected to the earth and feeling the opening all the way through all of our chakras, clean chakras, all the way up to the heavens. We are open to be connected with, with our highest self, all the way up. Now, in order to stand like this, we need to be aware of our six dimensions. Up down, front, back, left and right. So through this invitation of opening, we actually ask the universe, the higher self to actually pour the light through all of our chakras so that we can be cleansed. Now when we shift the weight to the balls of our feet, right? Then we can really we, we feel that rising even stronger, and that's the moment where we have to be careful that we stay grounded, that we stay connected with the earth. Yes, we are spiritual beings, but we are spiritual beings in our human body. We are on this earth to do the work, to shine the light, to spread the love. So it's no point of us trying to escape this reality, right? We need to be connected with the heavens and the light, but not to the extent that we actually levitate and leave the earth while we are still here on the earth trying to do the work and doing the work that we need to do in this lifetime. Now, then when we shift back, right, when we open our back as we did to the angels to support us, we all have wings, right? And the angels help us keep the wings, keep, keep our spiritual nature Alive and taking care, of shine, taking off the dust. But we are also separate human, be- separate spiritual beings, and we are human beings. We have free will, so you know we need to lean back into the spiritual world just right, without losing ourselves. Because if we lean back too much, we fall. And we get hurt. So we have to be careful that we really keep our ups, upright human balance while at the same time receiving support from the spiritual world. Now the third one, oh, when we lean slightly forward, that's about connecting with others. And that's what we are interested in right now for this for this evening. Now when you know, I kept saying, you know, the weight is on your toes but the whole foot is on the ground because it's a gentle movement. You're still within your own column of light. Yeah. Now what happens what happens if we lean forward too much? We lose our balance. We fall down, right? We catch ourselves, right? It's easier to catch ourselves when we fall forward than when we call, fall backwards. But still, we, you know, if we lean forward too much, we fall down and we get disconnected from our light. So we get, so basically fall out of balance. And that's, and that's what happens when we fall in love instead of stand in love. Do you follow me? So when we are in our column of light, you know, balancing properly with our higher self, which is our spiritual ancestry, so to speak, and our higher self holds the information of all of our previous lifetimes, When we lean back just slightly, we feel the support of the spiritual world. When we lean forward just slightly, we connect with others. When we see the other person, and they are in their balance, even if they're out of balance, we see see their light. I know, I tend to see light in the person. I, I tend to see their potential. That's what it attracts me. It's like, oh, I I, I like their vibration, right? They're so basically, I'm looking at their column of light, at that at that beautiful light that is there, even though perhaps they are a little cracked. We all are cracked. We all are hurt. We have hurt. We are all mended, and that's the beauty. It's, it's you know, if you look at the pottery, you know, when you have a crack pot and and you and you glue it back together, and you take time to really do it nicely. You know, it's it's a beautiful piece of art that comes out. But still, you know, there is there is you know in 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 us there is this beautiful light, even when there there are cracks, right? It's perfect. So we see the other person, we are attracted to them, we go towards them, and if we are not secure in ourselves, we will lean forward too much. We will keep leaning forward, and, and because we love that person, right? And then we fall down. We may perhaps we may be still looking up at them and admiring their light, or we would actually just start looking down and wouldn't know where we are. In either case, we are disconnected with our with our own light, with our column of light, and then the other person. Still, and they look down. They don't see the light that they were attracted to anymore. They see what we have become—a lump of flesh, you know, not knowing where we are, disconnected with with, with our lights. And what happens if two people do the same thing, right? You know, two people meet. They feel this amazing attraction towards each other. They just keep going, and then. If they lean forward too much to the extent that they, that they lose their balance, they, they fall down. And then they look at our, each other. And again, they are what they see, because they're disconnected from their true light, they see a lump of flesh. And that's where the conflicts come from. Because, you know, then we act from our lower selves, selves from our lower lower instincts and we yell at each other and we scream at each other and, and we run away and, and we have all gone through messes like that. But and the core problem really is there is only one core problem and that is that we have disconnected ourselves from our light. So that's the solution in any relationship, especially in intimate relationships, is Stand up, stand up, find your own uprightness, find your own connection with the source of light, which is also the source of love, and allow that light from the heavens, cleanse your inner channels, so that you can receive the light and shine light from within you. And when that happens, when that happens, when you're properly aligned with your higher self, or even if you're in the process of that, then you can start opening up. You know, if you if you put your arms on the side You create a cross, right? The upright and then the horizontal cross. And what is at the actual moment of these two lines crossing? It's the heart, right? So if we are upright, we spread our wings opening. The heart is right there to shine, to spread love among each other. And that's why we are here for. We are here for, for to shine our light through love and connect through love. Now, when, especially you know, when have, we have been bruised from love or other relationships, we we hurt. It's it's painful. we get scared, we just want to close in, we just want to, you know, stand up away and just make sure that nobody can touch us, you know, we start building ivory towers around us, you know, that's probably the least, uh, the the most, the the nicest way to to put it, you know, we build these ivory towers around our own column of light, We, we can be kind of happy inside, but we build these ivory towers. But if we do that, we cannot really connect with the others, and that's not the point of human existence. We are gregarious creatures, after all. We do need to connect with the others. Of course, we also need to need to protect ourselves, not to not to get destroyed and hurt. I mean, you know, there is there is place for boundaries, but healthy boundaries. You know, it's as if you have like a nice wide column of light and, you know, perhaps you can put a little bit of a shield around to protect yourself, but not to the extent that nobody can enter. You know, in, in when we are hurt really, really badly, what we sometimes also do, we don't just build the the, the, the ivory tower around us We actually create a fortified Fortress You know with, with Barbed wires and you know All kind of you know Military mechanisms so Nobody can come in, inside Of us so you know If, if, if we, when we do that If somebody says hi we just Turn around we basically cut them With the knives on, on our Outside barrier right and we don't even realise that we are doing that. So again, it's it's very important stand upright that we are connected with the source of light, yet at the same time that we are open, because otherwise otherwise we become like sleeping beauties. You know, we all know the story of the sleeping beauty. You know, she hurts herself, remember, in the, with a spindle, so she's hurt. She falls asleep, and she sleeps in, in her own beautiful tower for 100 years. Well, there are all these princes, you know, who want to come and, and rescue her, coming in, and they are, you know, they're just being killed on, on, on that fortification that she created around herself or himself. You know, because men and women, we are sleeping beauties. You know, if you really look at it, you know we—that's what is happening—and you cannot do anything now. What ha- yeah, exactly? So what what happens if you are observe somebody who has secluded himself or herself in the in a in a fortified tower, and you love that person? So what can you do? You basically cannot do anything. It's sad, but, you know, you you can try to to enter, but un, until and unless the sleeping beauty is ready to wake up, enter, or you will cut yourself horribly. And then, of course, you have to ask yourself, why, why do you keep falling? Why do you keep being attracted to somebody who is completely, who is completely blocked off? You know, my first question always is, is it because I cannot find security within myself, and that's why I'm doing it? Because I am not safely standing in my own column of light, and I and I and I keep asking for for validation of of who I am, of my worth in the other person, and I feel that if I can make this particular sleeping beauty wake up and love me and notice me, then then I'm worthy. No, you know, we don't need that. You know, we need, to, we need to find ways to appreciate ourselves first. You know, you hear a lot about self-love love nowadays, but it's important, a healthy self-love, a self-love that is not just my little self, but it's really in connection with the universe. You know, trying to find our own purpose in in life. So what do we need to do? I mean, what do we need to do practically to stand in love, appreciate our own ourselves and to respect each other and honor each other? We are basically all this beautiful column of columns of light walking around. I mean as long as we are like like beams of light, it's good. The minute we become fortresses, it doesn't work. So what what do we need to do? The most important thing that I find is that we keep our vibrations raised, to keep our vibrations bright, so that the, so that the shadows don't stick to us. So I think there are three things, very simple, very basic, but very hard to do. Actually, four things. One is slow down and relax. The second one is allow yourself to get enough sleep. The third one is be positive. And the fourth one is have some kind of spiritual practice that speaks to you. So the first one, slow down and relax. I'm sure that you, you know, if you're reading my blogs, I always say that. If you are, you hear this a lot, how important it is to slow down and to relax. Socrates, one of my favorite quotes from Socrates is, beware the bareness of a busy life. Beware the bareness of a busy life. Because the faster we move, the more, the more, the denser we become. And this really comes out of of quantum physics, right? You know, if you look at the dense object in front of you, that dense object, like the table in front of me, it's really just lots of particles moving extremely fast to create this appearance of, of of a solid surface. So that, you know, because they're moving so fast, I cannot go through them, I cannot reach them. And it's the same is the same in in, in, in in human life. When we create our schedules schedules so so dense that they are so dense that you cannot do anything. You know, are just running around. Nobody can come to you because you know, try and go across across the the, the road, the highway when, when when there is lots of traffic moving fast, you can't, because you're gonna get killed, right? You really need to slow down so that you can breathe for crying out loud. Let's just breathe and relax. Because otherwise, you know, we will all become just this, just this like physical matter that it it deteriorates if we don't breathe. We need to breathe and slow down, walk slowly. Mindfully on this earth. So that's one, because then that raises our, our, our light vibrations. And then, you know, then we notice oh, there is something behind me. There's something to, to the left, to the right. Oh, look at this flower. Oh, look at the beautiful sky. Do we even look up? rarely in big cities do we look up? <laughs> now, the second one is to get enough sleep. You probably have heard of, of Arianna Huffington and her campaign to get enough sleep, and it's really important. Now, why is it so important? According to Rudolf Steiner, we are fourfold human beings, or rather, you know, he has like several several um, explanations or several, several anatomies going on. But one of the basic ones is the fourfold human uh, uh, anatomy of a human of a human spirit of a human being, actually. So we have a physical body. You know, we can touch. Do we, we have this in common with the minerals? Then we have the etheric body. This is or chi energy. This is this life force around us. It's something that is not visible with regular eyes. But we feel it. We feel the energy, right? And we, this is the life force, and we have this in common with plants. The third one is so-called astral body. And um, the astral body, it's the body of emotions, of feelings, voice. We have this in common with, with the animal kingdom. And then it's the sense of I am the healthy ego sense, not the the, the pathological one that, that Freud talks about, but the healthy sense of I am, I exist. That's very human. So now what happens when we go to sleep? Again, according to Steiner, when we go to sleep, the physical and etheric bodies stay in our bed, and then the astral and I am bodies go and visit with the spiritual world. And in the spiritual world, they get replenished. Their forces get replan- replenished, repaired. And then when we wake up, the, our astral and I am merge with our physical and etheric. Now, if we don't get enough sleep, this recharge in the spiritual world doesn't happen. And there was, there was an experiment that I came across um, Facebook, actually. It was really disturbing images. I, I didn't save it. I don't want to see them again. They're kind of still in my head. It was apparently this experiment that they had done during the Soviet Union era in, in Soviet Union in one of the, of, of, of the camps. They did the experiment of what would happen if people didn't go to sleep. So there were these these political prisoners or other prisoners, and they gave them a chance. I mean, if you participate in this experiment for I don't know how many days, uh, they said, um, then then you'll be free. Then you'll be able to go home and be with your families. So you know some of some of these prisoners said yes, of course. You know what can be that difficult? You know than to be several like for a few weeks without sleep, right? So they also gave them a kind of a pill that um, would keep them awake. And they had everything. They had, they, they had food, you know, like everything that they need. They, need not, they, didn't, need to worry. they didn't need to worry about anything. But they could not go, go to sleep. And for the first few days and nights, it was okay. They were chatting. They were happy. Then, then things started to quiet down. They didn't talk to each other anymore. They, de- they couldn't go to sleep because they, they knew I have to stay awake, I have to stay awake. And they all died. They all died from sleep deprivation. And if you observe yourself, what happens when you are not sleeping enough? It doesn't feel good, right? When you're, you know, like perhaps like a night, you know, you can go through. You know, like for a few days, you can go through very little sleep. Sleep, but you have to catch up sooner or later. Otherwise, I don't, otherwise your forces diminish, and and you know it's it's it, it's deadly not to sleep. So it's important. So sleep, it's another tool the thing to do in order to keep your, your vibrations bright, so that you're balanced in your in your beautiful column of light, so that you can spread love and, and connect in healthy ways with each other. Now, the third one was being positive. I know everybody says that, but it's really important, you know, to wake up in the morning and if, if you have, you know, a bad period in your life and, you know, like, and you start worrying, oh my God, what about this and what about that, and... All That you know, really try, really try to wake up and and push these negative thoughts away, and really just have you know, like say, I am beautiful. It's a beautiful day. I am, I am enough. I am a good person. You know, I do good work. I contribute. I am, I am enough the way I am. You know, like pour some loving words to yourself. You know, in the morning, throughout the day. It's not about saying, oh, I am the best, you know, I am the star, and then forget about about everybody else. No, it's about really maintaining this embrace, this self-love, this appreciation, appreciation of, of who you are, to feed your sense, I am okay the way I am. I am lovable. I am worthy. I am good. No matter what the circumstances are, just the fact that you are alive, it's enough. Just the fact that you're a a live human being, it's your birthright to be happy. It's your birthright to be loved. But we need to love ourselves first. And then the third one, the fourth one, it's some kind of spiritual practice. Um, You know, just so that you... With your sense of the spiritual world around you, you know it's an easy exercise to do, so that you can cleanse your chakras and and establish this brilliant light. To remember that you are a spiritual being being in in the physical in the physical body. You know, if you do meditation, it's beautiful. If you do you know yoga. You know there are all these different practices. Explore and see see what 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 calls what calls to you. We are going into the part um, of the show where I'm going to be talking about how to listen to the wisdom of your name. Because now we were talking about how we can stand in love, but then we also need to move in love. So through the ERO harmonious movement meditation, we glimpse, glimpse at some insights, the wisdom, what it is, how to how, how how to stand, how to stand in love. So the ERO harmonious movement meditation holds the wisdom and serves as the tool to have, to help us stand in love. And then Eurythme also gives us the planetary and zodiac circles, the circles of vowels and consonants, through which we get some guidance on how to move in love with more personalized insights based on based on our names. So for example, if I use my own. Name. So, my name is Marta, M-A-R-T-A, but the sounds are really M-R-T for consonants and then A for the vowels. M is connected with Aquarius, R is connected with Taurus, and T is connected with, with Leo. Now, if you imagine that you are standing in the middle of the zodiac circle, the circle of the stars, and you imagine that the summer and cancer is behind you and winter and Capricorn are in front of you. To the right is Aries, to the left is Libra. So, Aquarius, in front of you slightly to your right, Taurus, It's to your right, but slightly behind. And then Leo is behind you slightly to your left. So if I'm standing in a circle, I need to first walk forward, slightly to my right, to Aquarius. Then I need to go back to the position of Taurus, which is to my right, slightly behind me. And then again, back, further back to my left, where the Leo is before I can go to the center. And the key in this exercise, in this approach, is that we always face forward, right? We face forward and we need to be, to do it right, we need to be aware of all our six dimensions, up, down, front, back, left and right when we have that balance, you know, in feeling our wings, we walk forward. You know, I walk forward for my name. And then I open my back, my wings to walk backwards and to R and then more backwards to T and back to center. But that's when my energies are high, when I, when, when I feel, when, when I am bright. Now, when, when our energies drop, we forget about our six dimensions you know, we forget about our wings, we are kind of, uh, we look down, you know, if we are right-handed, we are twisted to the right, so we are kind of out of balance, and, you know, I need to go where, down, okay, I'm just going to go down, straight down, oh, I need to go back, I'm going to turn around, go back, and, you know, further back, okay, oh, I need to go back to the center, I'm going to go back to the center, so, you know, if you try to do your own aim like that, you will notice the difference, if you do it Following your nose—that's when you know this is the, the energies of the 42nd Street, <laughs> Times Square, New York. You know when you're running around, or you know congested highways. You know that—that that is dropped energy. Just follow your nose. You know that's what I want to do. So you know do it like that and see how it how it feels, and then breathe, relax, slow down. First connect with. Your highest self in your column of light, right, left, front, back. You're nicely upright with your wings. Ah, and then walk facing forward. Walk exactly the same path. And you'll see how completely different it feels. All of a sudden, all of this anxiety is not there anymore. The shadows cannot stick to you when you are, when, you're, when your vibrations are, are lifted. now, since we are talking about the relationships, when we put two people together in the same circle, in the same space, right, what happens? So if I, if two people, you know, let's first look at co-workers, for example. You know, if two people, if another person stands next to me in the middle of the circle, And then we both walk the path of our own names at the same time within the same circle. You know, observe what happens. What happens when there is a potential of crossing each other's path? If we have our energy down and we are nervous and anxious, and we are kind of like fortresses. We're walking around. Then, you know, we follow our nose and we just go to our directions. You know, if I have to cut in front of the person, fine. You know, I don't care. And that's where conflicts start. That's that's where where people either don't even move because they, they are scared to cross the circle because you know other members. Other people who are crossing the circle may may run into them, so they just don't do anything, or they 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 just go through it even if if they run over someone, right? And that's what we are trying to avoid. Now, when we lift our energies, when we are now uprightness, you know the six dimensions that I keep repeating, then you know if I walk to Forward to my position, to my Aquarius position, and then when I need to go back I cannot look back. And perhaps but I feel I feel that there are some people crossing and I trust that they will see me, that they will be aware in their own six dimensions, so they will see me so that they will allow me they will create space so that I can go backwards. Not to the, they will not create space at the expense of their own path. Proper sensitivities, they will know, oh, here I need to go slightly quicker so that the other person can go back. Or here I have to wait a touch so that the other person can pass. And then when I am going from R to T, right, from Taurus to, 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 to Leo in the circle, I am more at the back, so I see people in front of me, so if I see that somebody needs to cross, I pay the same attention. So from this we learn that we need to be aware of each other. We need to be aware of each other on all levels and respect each other's path, respect each each other's purpose in life. It does not need to be the same one, but it's, yes, you are there, you're doing your thing, and I'm not going to run and crush into you because I'm aware of where we are. Now, in intimate relationships, you know, this is the first level. Also, you know, if, if when I work with couples, this is the first level, you know, to First, to walk your own path in your own circle, then walk walk the your own paths within the same circle, facing forward. Now, to to create the real intimacy, then I ask the couple to face the center as they are moving their own path. Now, for couples out there, you know, try it out. Try it out. What happens? Not facing each other that's different, facing the center. Because all of a sudden, you will see more. All of a sudden, you're not going to be looking at your partner's back, or you're not going to try to feel your partner behind your back, you know, depending on the path. But you will be able to see them at all times. And there's going to be this beautiful, energy flow that happens you know you will realize oh she's to my right she's to my left we're in the same circle you know you will always be able to be aware of each other and this really actually first of all creates awareness of why we disconnect or why we are extra connected and each couple is different and it's beautiful, it's beautiful to experience um, this energy flow that happens um, when, when couples face the center moving their own path. It's powerful and very and very enlightening. Now, if you're a little bit confused about, you know, how on earth do I do all of this? You can go to, to my website www.hamoves.net and look at the the dynamic name Mandala tab. So what I offer is um, I offer a dynamic name Mandela ana- analysis. That's that's the that's this type of name analysis coming out of Euryte Insights with the Zodiac Circle. I first. I create it for individuals first, and then I have a session, uh, which each, each individual either on the Skype or phone or in person in, the, in New York City. And then, if if there is a a couple, then I then I sit down with a couple, create a chart for both of them, and then you know we practice in space and see what comes up. And then for groups, um, this is also very uh, helpful especially at workplace. You know, in family relationships and friend relationships would, would also work. Um you know, for family uh for family's friends and and workspace, it's really just working uh with facing forward. Uh the 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 movement of facing the center it's only for intimate relationship. Make sure that we we know that. <laughs> And then, if you come, if you're in New York, you can come to my Eurythmy circles, and I have the links um, below as well. And I'm also available for workshops anywhere. Uh, if you if you would like me to come to give a workshop, uh, you know, in your town, let me know. Um, you know, I'm I'm also happy to come to your workplace and see um, how can Eurythmy help in the workplace. And you can find information on my on my website. Now we are approaching towards the end of our time. So before we say goodbye, I would like us to go through the EO harmonious movement meditation once more. We did it at the beginning at the beginning so that you had a sense of what I was talking about. But let's do it once again. We'll do it three times to close the show. Um, and now perhaps you can follow it you know from a different perspective. So I invite you to stand up if you can in a comfortable upright position. If you um, are sitting, you know, try to sit upright. So we are standing or sitting in a comfortable upright position with feet slightly apart, arms loose by your side. Imagine that you're in your own column of light that connects the highest source of cosmic love in the heavens and the deepest source of cosmic life in the core of the earth. Keep your feet on the ground and gently shift your weight to the balls of your feet. As above, so below. We are standing upright, Between the heavens and the core of the earth. This is the sound of E. Now gently shift the weight onto your heels while keeping the whole foot on the ground. Lean back slightly, touching the back of your column of light with the back of your head, allowing the angels to support you and take off any burdens you may be carrying. We lean back in awe of creation and trust the forces of light, love, life to support us. This is the sound of awe. Now slowly and gently shift the weight onto your toes while still keeping the whole foot on the ground. Lean slightly forward, touching the front of your column of light with the top of your forehead. The angels are embracing you from behind while you soften your chest and heart, imagining your soul embracing you inside. We stand in the circle of humanity, together embracing the planet Earth, each other, nature around us, all there is. This is the sound of all. Now gently find your uprightness again and just let go a little bit. Do it twice more. Find your uprightness standing in your brilliant column of light. Shift the weight slightly to the bowels of your feet. E- Shift your weight slightly to your heels. The whole foot is on the floor. Open your back. Shift your weight forward slightly to your toes. The whole foot is on the ground. Feel that you are standing in a circle of humanity embracing the earth. Ooh. Find your uprightness again. And let go a little bit. Last time. Find your uprightness. Wait on the balls of your feet. As above, so below. We are standing upright between the heavens and the core of the earth. to your heels, the whole foot is on the floor, open your back, you lean back in awe of creation and trust the forces of light, love, life to support us, Aww. now lean forward slightly, weight is on your toes, the whole foot is on the floor. We stand in the circle of humanity, together embracing the planet Earth, each other, nature around us, all there is. Oh. Gently return to your neutral, upright position, weight evenly distributed through your whole foot you are standing as a human being on earth, connected to your higher self who protects and guides you always. Let's cross our arms across the chest in reverence to seal in and protect the benefits of this harmonious movement meditation. If you were standing, sit down, relax. I encourage you to practice the EO Harmonious Movement Meditation daily. You can receive the written and audio guided meditation for free if you subscribe to my free newsletters. And let me know how this Harmonious Movement Meditation feels for you. Rudolf Steiner wrote in one of his many writings, We demand a lot from life, but we live past one another. Let's change that. Let's engage in mindful connection with others through the warmth of the human heart. Tune into the wisdom of your soul. Nurture your life forces with harmonious movement art of Eurythmii. A spiritual practice, healing art, creative expression. Let's walk consciously on the earth. Let's move in harmony. Thank you for listening to the Radio. Tune in again next Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Have a wonderful week. Soulful blessings, to all, because sometimes all you need is a gentle nudge, a kind word, to keep your flame alive.